0: Welcome back to Love is the Author. Today we have my friend, Dorje. He's a Tibetan refugee. Dorje is the owner of Mandala Restaurant in Ojai, California. He and his wife, Dolkar. She's the chef and she prays over the food. Here is the real-life story of escaping Tibet on foot. In blistering cold conditions, in unrealistic and inhospitable conditions, for a month's time, with no shelter. Dorje speaks about love from the perspective of a Tibetan Buddhist. He just keeps bringing everything back to love. And so many other beautiful things. So strap in. This is a really, really beautiful one. Dorje,
1: what's your last name? Uh, Mandala. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Dorje Mandala.
2: (laughs)
0: Perfect. Perfect. And yeah, and Mandala is how we
1: know each other. Is that right? Yeah, that's the right. Sure. You came one time. Yeah, because i glad you remember the, uh, the Tulku came to your center yes. in uh, San Barbara. Yes. Now to think, yes, you're right. You came in, we had a great conversation.
0: I just got goosebumps at you mentioning that Tulku came to our center once. Yeah. I got goosebumps.
1: Yeah, that's a very special. Yes. Because right. you have so much uh, spiritual uh, practices or spiritual things in you. So when I met you... So I was thinking, I was thinking it's through Tuku.
3: Yeah. Wow.
0: Maybe that, it was because yeah. it, within a week you took me to him.
1: Yeah, that's, oh, oh that's right. It happened yeah.
0: so fast. Right, right, I had, right. had those nightmares and, and I got, I had no plans to come to your restaurant. I had had nightmares the night before in this shooting that happened, which really happened in Thousand Oaks, the Moore Park right. shooting. Right,
1: yes, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. it was
0: this tragedy and... And I had had all these dreams where I was being hunted. I was all the victims all night, and I mm-hmm. woke up from that dream, and I was just distraught. I could, and I had to go into work that day, to, uh-huh. to the center, to Goodheart. And, and instead, I called in sick, and I just I couldn't imagine sitting with anyone. And, right. and then Lacey said, do you want to go for a bike ride? Uh Uh-huh. See, and all this feels like it may have been tolku. (laughs) Yeah. You know, because it led so seamlessly. You're right. That's funny. Because then we went on the bike ride, and we're like, oh, I guess we'll stop at Mandala. And then you happened to be free, and you sat with us at the table. Yes, I remember that. I remember that, yeah. And I told you about the... The terrible yeah. dreams, and you like. Do you know that there's a, um, a great master, our gurus in 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 Santa Barbara? Uh-huh. And I was like, what? Yes. And you're like, yeah, is it, he's there. And, and I was like, well, could you come and talk at our center? And you came, and you told you you spent time with all the clients yeah. there, and told your story of escaping Tibet. Uh huh. And then right afterwards, you took me to meet Tolku. Yes.
1: Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because I think you I introduced Tolku because uh you Jamie, you and the Lay is helping people mm. spiritually, but those people really desperately need help that like you are there to help them to open the center to empower them to create a better life that's wow. like wow that's uh, very powerful oh wow, yeah. I had no idea you felt that way no absolutely oh my goodness. absolutely that's that's I think it's more not a social connection rather than a spiritual connection, yes, because you have that you have the given nature. So that's where I said, you know what, that's perfect. I introduced Tuku to him. Oh wow. Yeah, so so
0: Yeah, it's changed my life. Yeah. Of course. I mean it changed my life. And yeah. you were the conduit and you brought me there and 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 uh and then uh, that day then then he came and spoke at the center, like you were saying. Right. This is Tolku Orgin Rinpoche. Uh-huh. Um who is a young man. Right. He's I think he we're the same age. He may be forty six, I'm forty five, I think.
1: Yes, I'm yeah.
0: And he do you do you know of this thing about him being referred to as the the the
1: accessibility guru? (laughs) Oh what does that mean, accessibility guru? (laughs) If you well he texts he texts with us. Sure. <laughs> oh, that's what I mean. Okay. Yeah, you can access so him. You he's ha- more accessible than... Yeah, than the common... Uh, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, you used to have to take trips to Nepal or wherever.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's a traditionally, you know, when you see a guru or a spiritual teacher, yeah. you got to physically present in their presence and then receive teachings. Yes. Because no days. because technology, social media, yeah. all those come to available, yeah. so gurus will become accessible through... <laughs> <laughs> he sends me memes yeah. sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's, I think... I mean, here, you know, in the history, there's, some, uh, there's certain ways to prayers or to healings spiritually. Mm-hmm. And I understand that some lamas people say, okay, in the morning, nine o'clock, you sit in your living room and do a burner incense. Mm-hmm. I'm going to heal you. I'm going to do a prayer, mm-hmm. and they say that if you truly believe in that, mm-hmm. be able to spiritual, be able to connect doesn't have to be physically together. Right. Rather, spiritual, be able to that a powerful connection.
0: So the, so the recipient, if they're aware and they're involved in the prayer, it in the way of receiving and knowing that someone is praying for them, you're saying it helps. Yes.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Because, the, because some things, I think we as humans, there's a, something else beyond our human being. Mm-hmm. So, so that's, some people may be able to use that energy or power, be able to transmit certain things through, through through air or through long distance. Yeah. If you sit here, if you do truly have that magic power or magical energy, be able to trans, transfer through here to anywhere on the planet or even universe.
0: Yeah, I heard about Manjushri shrinking himself down so small <laughs> to fit into a yak horn to illustrate the point of how all to illustrate to who he was with his student and manjushri shrinks himself down and fits into this yak horn and to illustrate that all of our perceptions are bendable right you know yeah. and and if time and form doesn't really exist and it's all assembled then it, it can be manipulated. Right. You know? Because if, if it's all not real, then, then we can play with
1: it. Yes. And we have problems so we, as humans. We think it's real. Yes. Think it's tangible. Think that everything's, you know, existence is this, you know... Maybe longings, but actually it's nothing there.
0: Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. And do you feel when you hear, and you've, you've believed that for so long, and that's, I imagine, that, that the notion of everything being emptiness, you've mm-hmm. worked with that probably since you were young?
1: Yeah, I mean, so that's how we grew up as a Tibetan, Tibetan tradition. We believe in Buddhism, which is practicing that nothingness or, or practice of contentment. Yeah contentment just you know let go of things
0: how we, early do you get that do those sorts of teachings come in is it as, as early as like at the alphabet here or?
1: well we as children we born raised in Tibetan families in Tibet on the plateau mm-hmm. and I truly still vividly remember parents teach us to helping people mm. to give yes. then we live in in the modern world in the society like in America California we live here I know you can hear children only teach them how to take. Yes. So that that's the two difference to take or to give. Mm-hmm. We grew up taught us how to give. Mm-hmm. It's it's amazing sometimes it's in you know even in the home and I remember when I was a young a poor family mm-hmm. are very poor yes. not much to uh, have just in a clay house or yeah. a tent or a few animals, you know. How many siblings? Bar- uh, seven. Seven siblings. Yeah. barley flowers or uh, simple food. Mm. However, if someone show up at the door mm-hmm. and the parents just uh, generously and give them what we have, share with them.
0: No matter who it is.
1: No matter who it is. Yeah. It's, there's no difference. And whoever showed up at the door, so feed them... Uh, you know, what do we have? Right. That's that's amazing part. Now we live here and we only talk about how to gain. Yes. How to gain more, how to gain more. And I truly, I I experienced myself because we came to California in 98, Mm -hmm. empty pockets, Mm. nothing, Mm -hmm. truly nothing. Mm -hmm. Only the simple clothes of myself. Mm -hmm. right? Mm And slowly, slowly sinking into mud of American culture (laughs) and keep collecting, keep collecting. More I collect, more stress I put on myself. Wow. Do you get that right? Yes. Then, then, I mean, lately I have the conversation with my wife sometimes say, you know what? Maybe we should slow down Mm. too much. Mm -hmm. 98, we come to America. We have, uh, we didn't even dream to own a bicycle. Right. Yeah. Now we own two car, three car, four car, five cars. What? It's really it's too much. Yeah. Human greedy. Some point. So now I reflect myself how I grew up once young. Yeah. Breakfast, lunch, dinner. Yeah. A place to sleep. Mm-hmm. And and that just excessive, too much. Mm-hmm. So that's I think. We try to figure ourselves, right? Now, it's, it's like a transition in life. Mm-hmm. In the American life, and we lived in Tibetan life. Mm-hmm. That life, it's which one? It's really, truly, it's a happy life. Yeah. It's truly is once. In Tibet? Know, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. They're the, some of the happiest people on earth. Because there's no truly live, live, living the life. Yes. Rather than struggle with the life. Right. Here in America, we have richest nation on the planet. Yeah. And the highest stress level right. on the planet. Right. <laughs> right? Yes. Yes, it's so simple. So, uh, very simple. Yes. That if you go to those countries like India or in Tibet, the very spiritual, uh, mo- most of the spiritual places you go there, yeah. they have no much. Right. But yet, it, they are very content. Yes. They're very caring. And it's absolutely, it's just uh, a stunning. Feel like you're home. Yes. Because human nature, ourselves, mm-hmm. really is live a simple life, mm-hmm. enjoy life, yeah. rather than against the life. Yes. Try to gain more. Right. So I think that's, that's my experience myself right now.
0: What are the games... That you play as a child in Tibet on the
1: plateau. What are the games you play with your siblings? <laughs> okay, games. So, play with the rocks, which means small stones. Mm-hmm. So, sit in the mud or sit in the dirt, uh, dirt outside, uh, outside compound. Mm-hmm. Uh, four, five, six, seven kids around. So, there's a little uh, games with the play with the rocks. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, your hands, your feet, your clothes dirty, you know. Mm-hmm. And... And also play with the you know uh, whatever we have at home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, yak dung make the fire. Uh-huh, yeah. Some to sort of play with that, those games. Mm-hmm. And mainly we don't have the. Basically, we don't have the toys that we have modern days. Mm-hmm. And maybe ride the donkey, the one of the you know uh, horses or yak, mm-hmm. or sheep. Those you know part of our life. We yeah. live with them. And we just basically, we play with them too. They're, you know, a part of our life. Are your parents uh, farmers then
0: on the plateau to be, to, farm, how, how farm, is money farm A generally?
1: farm and herd, a herder, both. Yeah. We have a sheep, yaks, horses. Also, we have a field uh, to grow barley, potato, radish, mm-hmm. so those kind of simple things. Were men- you
0: in an area of Tibet that was um, accommodating to be able to have growth um, in the, in the in the points of the year that, where it's available? I know that some conditions can be inhospitable for any vegetation to grow.
1: Well, so there's three months a year, the grow season. Oh, yeah? What months are those? So June, July, August. Oh, okay. Then September, the harvesting. Okay. So at those times, grows three months, grow seasons, so we grow whatever we grow. Mm-hmm. And then after that, basically, it's the winter. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So then we herd animals, take over the animals, Mm-hmm. Butter, milk, yeah, and those those kind of life we lived in, and we live that in the morning. Get up in the morning, have a you know a butter, barley flour, and a milk tea, mm. and then take care of the animals or take care of the field. Mm-hmm. There's no much of it's every day. is a repetitive.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Nothing really is. We're gonna today we get a hundred dollars. Tomorrow we're gonna get two hundred dollars. day, you know, it's just constantly. Gaining more,
0: you wake up and there's rocks to play with. Yeah, there's rock food to yeah, eat, yeah, sure, and there's rocks to play with, and there's that's, farming to be done, and that's it. Every yes, day. it's every day, same
1: yeah. thing. It's, it's uh, just basically repetitive. Yeah, nothing really to it because animal in the morning is to take animals. Is that a good thing? That's uh, well, it's how you look at it. Yes, right, <laughs> right. So when you someone owning, uh let's say. Mansions, uh, houses, businesses. Yeah. They look at them as like water poor, developed. Right. It is undeveloped. Right. Very, live with the nature. Mm-hmm. Then truly look at the human level. Right. That's, it is life. Yeah. That's how we live. Yeah. Everything else we just destroy or conquer. Yes. That's all humans do. Then we build more stress on ourselves. Right. Basically, if you are, if someone's a billionaire or if someone's just a simple farmer, mm-hmm. basically they eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and they sleep.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And do you want for more? I guess what I'm asking some even more specifically is even as a child with life being that way, do you do you wish for more than that? As a natural part of being a human, or? sure, it's a wish for more. Yes, I guess I don't mean a wish for more necessarily bigger, like a house or anything like that. But I mean, do you? You said that there's this repetitious life. Does does it? Do you wonder what the rest of the world is like as a child, or do you think about things outside of okay, your? Okay, he,
1: here's a I remember growing uh, grew up in Tibet. And I hear parents, when we harvesting, mm-hmm. so there's no hailstorm. All the fun, you know, all the grain came to a the house. They do account. They say, "Okay, this year's great. We're gonna have enough next year." Yeah. So that's a success, right? So we have enough, right? Great. Yeah. So there's no much of expectations of for more, right? So for in that sense, yeah. Then. There's a, yes, you said there's an outside influence. Yeah. Then there's a, there's a pressure on families for more. Yeah. And nowadays, and when I return to Tibet, visit Tibet, there's a, so much pressure on people. Oh, wow. The West is caught up. Be uh, caught up this uh, wave of development, a wave from paper money, uh-huh. currency. uh uh-huh. So your yaks or sheeps no longer be able to exchange right away, but looking for the currency. Yeah. That's where people stuck or stressed out and uh, uh, divorcing. So like American life, right? Yes, yeah. so If you look into 100 years ago, you know, farming or, you know, just simple life. Yes. Then there's a family, their parents, children live together. Yeah. There's no much of fighting to so respect the parents, take care of when parents get old, children take care of the parents and they live together, live in one compound. Right. Then slowly, 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 whatever called uh, First Amendment freedom and uh, all this come in, then rather become a family, rather we become selfish. Yes. Because I, me, Mine is more important than we our us mm-hmm. is no longer important mm-hmm. so even even if you have par- i have parents mm-hmm. who live in america no i want independent mm-hmm. i have two kids who grew up and you know they start saying, this mind is not yours you know <laughs> right. then i teach them okay so how do we as a we as a family yes not about you or me yeah. So if I say just I as a father, mm-hmm. then if I don't forget forget it, support it, to go to college,
3: mm-hmm.
1: that's not fair to you as a child. Right. Now you return, say you know what the parents are supporting me, and think of how to support my parents. Uh-huh. But modern nowadays we rarely teach that to children. Right. We only teach people children to get education to get a job. Yes. That's that's the main purpose. Yeah. Then. Sometimes I teach my kids, uh, literally sit down with them and say, you know what? You're 22, 21, 23, whatever age it is. Yeah. I'm still supporting you. Yeah. That's over 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine, imagine if you repay or just not as a debt, uh-huh. rather as a love, uh-huh. back to your parents. Wow. Without any returns. Yeah. And the children say, wow, that's a dumb, right? <laughs> then slowly... No, really. Yeah, That's I, what know. I know.
0: That's what's funny about it. I...
1: And uh, lately, because I talked to them when you're young when they grow up,
0: mm.
1: now slowly, slowly they turn twenty one, 22, twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Actually uh, they're getting it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Beautiful. Absolutely. They get it. At least they have the seed. Yes. That's I think it's important as a in America educator. It's a modern country, right? Yes. How to educate children to care for others. Yeah. To be compassionate. Yeah. To be kind to one another. Yeah. That's what we are lacking in modern countries. Absolutely. How we grew up as a Tibetan, as a Tibetan Buddhist a Buddhist, yeah. it's not about an education system, it's a society. Yeah. It's embedded into the culture of a compassion. Right. And care for one another. Yeah. That's I think has helped us become much stronger actually. Mm-hmm. So my wife and I came to America for 25 years mm-hmm. as immigrant. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's 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 interesting life. We because we received help from American sponsors. Yeah. Or from Ohio and San Barbara. Yeah. And we established our life in California. Yeah. Then we, we could say, okay, uh, forget about everybody else. No, I am want to be rich. I want to own this. I own that, right? Right. We're finally away yeah. from, yeah, now yeah. we can play gotta, in this game. I, I got to checks, I got a car. <laughs> I got a house. I got, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. But however, we, our conversation is how we can help others. Yeah. Truly. Mm. And actually, then we started helping people.
3: Yeah.
1: We own a Mandala restaurant in Ohio. Yes. If a homeless person walked to the door, ask for food,
3: mm-hmm. we give. Yeah. Has it happened?
1: Yeah, it happened. Beautiful. i give you an example. One time, one lady, actually,
3: mm-hmm.
1: I don't know her condition is, how wealthy that is. Mm-hmm. She ate her food, and I don't know, $20, dollars whatever it is, and she ended up not paying. Mm. She walked off. Mm-hmm. And my staff came to me says said, so upset. they're upset. They didn't give us. I said, no, it's okay. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. As if this is a donation to that person. That's right. And I hope she stays healthy. Mm. And I, I teach them, my employees, say, just let it be.
3: Yeah.
1: Wow. And a few weeks later, yes. when I come to the restaurant, in the door jam, there's an envelope.
3: Yeah.
1: I opened the envelope. They're $25. <gasps> From the lady. She oh, wrote a note. Wow. She said she did not have money. Yeah. No, she had some money, so she wanted to pay. Wow, beautiful. No, it's 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 just amazing. Seed of compassion, yeah, grew into a flower, yeah. Now you're being given the flower. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Beautiful. So, so that's I think when I met you mm-hmm. at the Mandala restaurant. Mm-hmm. Unlike some other people, right, come to eat and then pay the leave. They talk about their. You know, the job, million-dollar <laughs> deal or billion-dollar deal, whatever they're talking about, yeah. the business deal. Yeah. Now, when I met you, we said, don't talk about You're talking about how to help people spiritually.
3: Mm.
1: And there are people struggling and mentally. Yeah. And you say you want to help Now You have centered San Barbara. You want to help through the Spirit, of healing them.
3: mm mm-hmm. yeah.
1: That's 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 amazing. That's the way sometimes I compare my life. Mm. And what you when I met, it's yeah. Instinct connection because reason is you're not talking about talking about how you make millions. Right. <laughs> In business, yeah, right? Yeah. Of course, you have to live. Yeah, sure. Of course, you have to eat breakfast, lunch, dinner, and yeah. go, go somewhere to sleep, right? Yeah. So that's basic needs. Yeah. It's it's a necessary, required. That's all I have. Yeah. It's basic
0: needs. Right. And I'm like the farmer, but uh-huh. in the way of, I'm not getting ahead. I'm just able to support this very minimalistic, monastic lifestyle here with Lacey, of a house where we can practice and where we can, do our sessions with people on a computer, and have you know time with the kids, and eat uh-huh. basic food, and nothing, no crazy vacations or big cars or owning a house or anything. Just just able to support this very much like the teachers that I've known throughout the years, where you bring a donation, and it helps just keep this going. Yeah, you know, it helps to create a, a a nest for the Dharma to take
1: yeah shape. And I think from my experience, when you do that, yeah. when you genuinely help people, when the people truly feel you are helping them, mm-hmm. I can pretty much guarantee you there's a cycle in life. There will be return on your debt or on your deed, yeah. whatever you give, give, offer to people. Yes. That's because we. Explain the same thing. Yeah. We never imagined to own a business in Ohio. Right. And forget it. Yeah. Empty pocket, come to America, you want to own a business. Yeah. But however, our given nature, there are returns. Mm-hmm. That return, whatever it is, supporting, advice. Yeah. And be with the right people. Yes. And it comes. Yes. And then being frugal Live a simple life Yes Imagine this In India In 92 to 97 Living in India Mm -hmm. I lived on $25 a month Wow
0: This is You were a refugee Refugee in India In India For those five years Yes And you were in a refugee camp Yes Yes
1: And that $25 I pay rent Food And education Wow Twenty five dollars, right? Then ninety eight come to America, become a pool boy at the Ojai Valley Spa. <laughs> yeah, Our first day I made forty dollars in tips. Wow, I was blown away. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's
0: so amazing. Yes, yes, it's all context.
1: Yes, perspective. I called my sponsor. I called my sponsor, mm-hmm. Steve. <laughs> I made a forty dollar in tips. Oh my God, I'm rich. So
0: great, right? Yes. That's twenty five dollars a month. You were saying
1: I was twenty month, twenty five a month in India, in India, living on it. Yeah, as a refugee. Yeah. Now it's like I made a forty dollar tips. Wow, it's crazy, right? Just
0: Ohio Valley.
1: Yes. Inn. I mean, as it's, a pool boy, right? Right. <laughs> right. This right. Couldn't be a wilder life. The interesting part is. I have some co- I had some co-workers who grow up uh, raised in America. Mm-hmm. They make the $30, $40 tips. Uh, I remember that. Mm-hmm. And next day, we following day we come to work, make $40 in my pocket. But co-workers, they're broke. Be- so you could see. Because they only knows how to spend. Uh-huh. $40 to go out whatever they do so it's just wasted. oh it's gone already gone already oh, they're, right. they're desperate to look for money yeah but I just go home eat a simple food and the, the money in the pocket right <laughs> when I work hard mm-hmm. when I'm nice to people yeah. when I help people
3: mm-hmm.
1: when you serve a can of Coca-Cola that time it was like a couple dollars yeah you can get a couple dollar in tips
3: yeah all right,
1: right right so that's, I think, that I found out the America Yeah, truly is a land of opportunity. Yes. When someone truly look at it, appreciate it, not take everything granted. It's a land of opportunity, but we're all confused.
0: So we, so the opportunities we get, they're not from the pure motivation place, the authentic yeah, I mean, place.
1: Yes, ob- go to ob- land of opportunity as appreciated yes. or take it granted. Right, right. Wow then take it granted then then i'm telling you i make 40 dollars i can i have it but it, or someone else made 40 dollars mm-hmm. is gone mm-hmm. what was something that you saw
0: when you were young that was out of the ordinary that opened up your your mind to there being some existence beyond just the everyday
1: did you have any moments like that Where you saw okay. magic moments this magic moment, uh, I still cannot explain to myself. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. It's, it's a true. It's a weird. Yeah. It was weird, okay? Probably around seven or eight years old. Uh-huh. Maybe nine. I don't know. that t- age, I was going to elementary school like uh, five miles, ten miles away every day. Yeah. Though sometimes... I was walking, I was thinking, I was going to leave this place hmm. far away. Wow. Far, far away. How did that show up, that vision, I mean, that feeling? It's a feeling like I was belonged to somewhere else. Wow. Even though I have parents, the loving parents and brothers, sisters and friends, so close village. Yeah but i have that somehow that vision in my head it's it's a true i cannot believe i cannot explain today yeah and sometimes i tell my parents i'm not going to go away
0: at that young age you
1: would let them know yeah uh-huh what do they say to that they laugh. What else they gonna say? You the village boys, so just go to school. If you get a job, that'd be great. Otherwise, you can take care of the field and animals. Don't be silly. This is all there is. Yeah, this that's is all it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Huh. And another thing is wintertime. So the time to drop minus 20, 30, 40 degrees. And when we sleep in the bed, sometimes our grandma says, If you truly worship or believe a spiritual power or energy, certain spirit, even in deep winter, the spirit will bring you fresher flowers. Wow. Right? Yes. I was thinking, I never went beyond the small valley. Mm -hmm. Winter? Nothing grows, so where are the flowers? (laughs) Right. Right? Yeah. I went back, actually, last few years. Uh-huh. I went back into Tibet, you know. Or I went to India, came to the United States. I uh-huh. found out when you were in the winter, there are other places, there are summers.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's so
1: good. Do you get that, right? Yes. But yet. Both exist. They're yes. just not in the same place. However, once I don't leave that valley, keep leaving that valley. That's what I know. Wow. Only know the winter is winter. The whole universe is frozen. Yes. The whole universe is frozen. Yes. There's no flower right. in winter. Right? Only summer. Oh, my gosh. But now when I go the wintertime at the supermarket, there are flowers uh-huh. in the deep winter. The yes. fruit, uh, everything is accessible, available.
0: Do you feel like that was also um, sort of giving you a preview like how you used to feel, I'm going somewhere far away. Do you feel like the flowers in the winter thing? you were feeling that flowers do grow somewhere else. I was wondering about that.
1: <laughs> I I was have that uh, uh, wondering why Grandma says why well, truly believe in it as uh, some uh, spiritual being be able to bring flowers at deep winter. Yes. Right. Yes. So have the wondering yeah. that a uh, realization come later in life when I was in India mm. and I came to America. No, I know. Yes. Some places there are no winter. The winter isn't I mean the universe isn't frozen. No frozen. Yeah. No. Right.
2: Uh-uh.
0: Beautiful.
1: That's I think is the my learning is the possibility is immense out there. Yes. When the sunset, if I only experience the sunset, mm-hmm. I never know there's a sunrise. Right. But sunset also means there will be a sunrise. Right. But we don't know that once if we don't experience that life. Yes. That's I think is uh, may some of the uh, awakening for me. was well, childhood.
0: Yeah. Simple.
1: Very simple. Very yeah. simple.
0: Uh-huh. And that's uh-huh. where it really all is. And you know, we. I think it's hilarious, and this is my joke of the century: is that we've created. Mindfulness practices and techniques to bring us back to this—to mm-hmm. just being present. We have to create systems in order to make us more present because we're so programmed to just drift away into all of what you talk about is in the West here, yes. and even filtering now into Tibet. It
1: sounds like some of the Western, oh yeah, ideas. Uh, that's why success. I think more as a human being. Okay, yeah, more as we as a human being try to. Gain more yes. or profit or be, uh, so try to collect yes. more in with someone's life, creating more stress. Yes, creating more pressure and create environmentally damage. Right to our surroundings, mm-hmm. community, a whole universe. Yes, and we know it. But the issue is we as human beings. So, most time, we have a hard time to accept our mistakes. Yes. What's what's the Tesla owner? The, the, oh, the, Elon the, Musk. Elon Musk. Uh uh-huh. So reach reach the person on the planet. Yeah. Of Earth. Yeah. And he still seeking for more. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's okay. It's it's okay, but. W- Where, where is the end? Yes. Because now we
0: got to go to a planet. Because, because,
1: (laughs) yeah. Because I mean, yeah, they want to on the planet try to you know searching for something, but we're struggling on the planet, (laughs) right? Yes, yes. Uh, So I mean, three hundred billion, whatever, five hundred billion, or one trillion dollar, whatever he has. Yeah. I mean, why?
3: Yeah. Still not enough.
1: Right? Or he can use it to make the life better, sure. Yeah. I don't know how, but yeah. No, I hear he, can, he wants to own Twitter, this or that. Yeah. But, but why, he owns it
0: now. <laughs> why more stress? But here's an interesting part about his success is that, like what you've said about pure motivation, um, and which is a heavy, which is a, a very important. Teaching in Tibetan Buddhism is to have pure motivation is really sort of everything in life. It's it's there is no permanence, but when things are done from a purely motivated place, it's the closest thing. It's a something bodhicitta goes on and on. Yeah, sort of thing, right? So
1: if his motivation, so now he has a plenty for himself. It's the electric right?
0: car, though, is the part. So, like, and so he did something purely yes. motivated by helping the planet. And is that, does, does, I well,
1: wonder. there's a profit driven as well, <laughs> right? Yes. <laughs> then, no, no, ask him. So he making those electric cars. Yeah. And he has to make those batteries. Yeah. Where those batteries come from? Where the mineral come from? Where the right. damage is done? That's right. It's by not pure, creating yeah. those batteries, right? right. maybe long term there's a benefit, yeah, But I'm trying to say is, if he's driven to help the universe, yeah, helping the population of people, yeah, it's beautiful, yes, he can do it, yeah, most people as a self ego driven yes, just achieve something, yeah. He's number one. I want to be number one. Yeah. I don't care where, there's, where the destruction is, where's whatever it is. Yeah. And that's, you know, those kind of things that are dangerous to our society. Right. Those people are really the one who creating the chaos. Yes. And war. Yeah. Because they want to be the number one. Right. That's they're not' cool. talking about how to help people or how to make other people's life better mm-hmm. they only talk about the, the ego driven mm-hmm. uh, how how to become number one yeah so true
0: so how do you go from having those visions when you're younger to what's life like in your teens and how do you eventually find your way out of Tibet and w- what motivates that
1: I have that you know sensation or call sensation or the vision or some sort of Inner-driven, yeah, to leave a family's away, yeah, leaving family uh, for a Tibetan family is mm-hmm. just devastating. Oh, is it? Absolutely! Wow. Families always supposed together. Wow. And I still remember we have uh, seven siblings, over so grandma, grandpa, parents. We all live in one compound, about ten, eleven people or some sort. Yeah, and we all live in one compound. Wow. Together, breakfast, lunch, dinner, all together. Yeah. So that's you know it's a very simple, easy life.
0: Oh, I see what you mean. It would be like um, each person within that compound is a is like an ornament, is like a a jewel that is, is being
1: removed. Yes, as a part of the mandala. Wow! So-called. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because 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 when we eat dinner, and whole family together. Yeah right really separate no slowly slowly because try to because of modern development so yes. called that's a driven families apart yeah because that's what, how our world progressed into yes into you know seeking for more
0: right and did it, i mean so it's devastating on that level and then, is there any understanding that this kind of thing happens to a young man? Does this is this very uncommon for a young man to to have this vision of being going somewhere else and then leaving a situation like this?
1: Well, make case, you know, when I was that in vision seven, eight, nine years old, that time leaving, that's bizarre. It's bizarre. Yeah, mm-hmm. because um, I mean, ninety-nine point nine population think how to take your family, yeah. how to take the parents, how to take a grandma, yeah. how to take animals, or just living locally, just you know, live a simple life. Yeah. But somehow that that I don't know why I have no explanation. However, I come to a realization when I came to uh, escaped through the Himalayas, become a refugee yeah. in India. Now I reflected on it. That's the results of that vision yes and uh, somehow are driven probably uh, searching for a better life
0: what does it imply also past karma I mean maybe an awakening within your young (laughs) life of seeing that you're meant to be somewhere else
1: that's you know sometimes you know you're talking you just mentioned about karma yeah sometimes you know our life is like uh, on a train track Mm mhm I'm like a train (laughs) on the track Mm mhm Yet, I don't know where the track goes. Yeah. Right? Yes. Right? The, no navigation system. Yeah, no <laughs> na- navigation system. Everything is just planned out there. Mm-hmm. However, we, we do our best, but that uh, that uh, twist and turns occurs. Yes. That's called karma, right? Yes. We happen, happens. Something's there. Right. And sometimes we, uh, Tibetans, we say that too. Welcome to become a refugee, uh, walking across the Himalayas in the snow, sleeping in the snow, walking in the snow. Yeah. So much suffering. Yes. That's good. Lay it's karma. Right. Right. Purification. Yes. I never thought I'm come to America. Yeah. And even our sponsor said, Dorje, I want you to come to America. I said, no. <laughs> At the refugee camp. Yeah. That's a stranger. He said, why? He said, why I want to come to America? Because I'm a refugee. I just want breakfast, lunch, dinner, and <laughs> live a simple life. Right. <laughs> yeah. Wherever I go, I'm homeless. I'm a refugee. Right. So why I need to come to America? Wow. Then he said, "I see something in you. is it's uh, so a wonderful, and uh, when you come to America, uh, you will flourish."ing huh. He's a psychiatrist, and his karma
0: to spot you, yeah, and to recognize that, and then to bring you here. Oh, yeah, and to have it go all the way yeah. that he did. That's,
1: that yeah. implies past karmic yeah. relations. Yes, absolutely. Yes, I mean it's it's a it's a strange come to India at the refugee camp. Okay, yeah. Americans, westerns tall, white, big nose, uh-huh. you know, yeah. and uh, first time saw us, like look very strange. What was the refugee camp like? What are they seeing? Well, refugee camp, like uh, at the Tibetan community, refugees just wander around in a small town called Dharmsala mm-hmm. in North India. Mm-hmm. There are, uh, His saw Lama reside there. Yes. And there's a refugee camp. And schools, different ghosts. But we are adults, so we cannot go to school. So we just wander around in the street Uh and work in the restaurant or just sometimes at the refugee center, they provide breakfast, lunch, dinner. How old are you at this point? I was 21.
0: 21. Yeah. Can we back up for a second and talk about what it was like walking out
1: of Tibet on foot? In 92, so I decided to leave Tibet from Lhasa, I got on a, train, got on a tractor and no, a truck and got at the border somewhere in the Himalayas. Mm-hmm. The truck dropped us. So we have a total of 12 people.
0: 12 people all deciding to leave on yes, track? Yes, and
1: in December, deep winter. Is there a guide that helps? Yes, a uh-huh. uh, guide helps us go through the mountains. However, when we dropped by the truck, the truck left. Oh, my Lord. Whole world's frozen. Wow. Windy, maybe temperature minus 40 degrees, whatever it is.
0: You're starting it on day starting one. Starting
1: day one. Right. Hard to breathe, maybe 16, 17,000 above. Wow. And the whole world's white. There's no life. Mm-hmm. We dropped it uh, before dark. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, that time I wished I jumped back in that track. Oh, really? Absolutely. Yeah. You, I could, I couldn't feel nothing. Yeah. Feed hands nothing. Then our guides that keep move. If you don't move. Yeah. Then you become ice in half an hour, one hour, whatever it is. How long take to survive? Then we keep moving. What are you carrying? Carrying dry food, barley flour and butter,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and a, some canned food. Yeah. Just like that. We moved, moved, moved. First night, and I can still have the feeling. And we slept next to a huge rock. Wow! Sleep outdoor minus four degree. What's the sleeping arrangement? Uh let's see. The sky is blanket, and the earth is the mattress. <laughs>
0: Yes, so literally. Yes, we I didn't expect that yeah. answer. That's, it yeah. just caught me off guard and tickled
1: yeah. me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> we are squeezed together and uh, facing the uh, that a uh, blue sky, beautiful stars. Even the freezing death, but uh, you see that clear, cl- uh, no cloud in the sky. Just the uh, beautiful stars everywhere. No light and not nothing. Yeah. Only you can hear the wind blowing through the rock.
0: Only people who have been right there at that time know yes. what that clear sky your looks like. your
1: foot, your hand, your head all numb, frozen, you know? Yeah. Try to squeeze, try to, try to take a sleep. No, couldn't sleep. Somehow in the middle of the night, some, some point, we fall in sleep. Yeah. And five, six o'clock in the morning, our guide, it's a wonderful guide. He woke us up. He shake us, push us, move. Yeah. If he was not there to wake us up or move us, you know what we become? Ice. We're proposing.
0: part of the frozen
3: it's, universe.
1: Yes, it's it's impossible to survive in that condition. Yeah. I mean, imagine if you sleep outside, you know, four degree temperature. Yeah. Right? It's cold. Yes. Now we imagine if we sleep at a fo- minus 40 degree yes. or minus 30 degree or 20 degree. Right. That's just extreme. Is
0: there some system where uh, there's a rotation being in the middle? <laughs>
1: How did you know? Uh, we rotate who sleep in the middle. Uh-huh. But I was the youngest one in the group. Yeah. So tend to somewhere in the uh, somewhere in the middle squeeze between two oh, right. big guys, you know, just the oldest squeeze. is yeah. in the
0: middle to keep them warm because Yeah, something th- like that oh. and a
1: guide on the side.
0: What's the age group of the people?
1: Oh, 20 to I don't know 50. Oh yeah. Somewhere there. Okay. Then we keep walking like that condition for 30 days in the snow. Wow. So here here's here's life like, okay? Yes. The first night we the truck dropped us, at right the spot in the Himalayas. Just feel like I was dead. Yes, I was in hell, absolutely in hell, yeah. struggling. Yeah, with the devils. Right of coldness. Yeah, that extreme temperature, and Mara, the, and yeah, and the pierce, <laughs> pierce you the bone, windy. Uh, conditions. Yes, and next morning we try to walk and try walk. At daytime we just hide because the border guard may find us. And at night we walk. That's you like travel by moonlight, moonlight uh-huh. or no light. Yes, or no light, <laughs> no light, right? Or starlight, right? And sometimes we walk twenty four hours, keep walking, keep going. Wow! And just you know, slowly, slowly. It's amazing. Part is that sometimes I reflect. Some people asking many Tibetans how you could survive such conditions. Yes, right. Then I reflect on that many times. I think so-called miracles. Yes, or or the determination uh-huh. as a human being. Right. That time we're not worried about frozen to death. Mm-hmm. We're not worry about a wind going to blow us away. Yeah, we more worry about a get a caught, put in jail. Wow! Right. See. Yes. So the balances are rather frozen. Yes. Then get caught. It's like um, when um,
0: a baby is under a car and a mother senses <sighs> danger and she can lift the car. That kind of thing, you know, because there's a superhuman strength that happens yeah. in a moment because of the determination to save your child. Like there's some feats of superhuman strength where a woman can lift a car to get her baby with one arm. Uh-huh. And because the motivation is to save and you're you're trying to help your baby survive. So anything yes. is possible. In, yes. in
1: this case, same thing. It's, yes. Also determined determination literally in your heart, our heart, my heart. Determined to survive, yes. Then there's something kicks in ourselves as human beings and we will be able to survive. Yeah, not just survive going through such painful suffering or conditions. Not we be able to survive, but a possibility we may thriving. Yes down the road right right so that's i think uh, it's it's amazing part in life and that what and that's what keeps you warm and that's what keeps you moving yeah spiritually, spiritually. that's a uh, more spiritual than actual physical yes if i go to gym uh, keep doing push-ups and lifting every day uh then i know one day there'll be muscle will build yes i'll become stronger and stronger and stronger right same goes with the spiritual power is that's going right. through, especially going through such a suffering, such a painful uh, death and, you know, almost a death experience Yes, uh, through the Himalaya Mountains. And uh, that gives me the strength.
0: I love that, that hell showed up from minute one so uh-huh. you can get used to So you could familiarize yourself with the worst. Yeah. Uh, almost. It's like, it's yeah. not going to be any better than this.
1: Right. <laughs> so just right. the acceptance, work with that. Yes, yeah. acceptance. Yes, of the suffering immediately. Of suffering, yeah. then suffering no longer there right. because you accept it. Right. Sometimes we against that without accepting it. Yeah. React to it. Yes. Then blame it and complain it. And then cry about it. That's what we melt into the suffering. Yes. And become one. Yeah. Then rather just keep going, keep keep determined, and tell oneself, I will survive. And this is the thing about mind over matter, as uh-huh. it's put
0: here in the West, mind over matter. I mean, sort of you're challenging the nature of what we know to be reality, which is a body needs warmth,
2: uh-huh. a body
0: needs this amount of nourishment, a body can't survive walking on foot out of Tibet in blisteringly cold conditions. No one would bet that you would make it, but you're challenging the nature of that because mind is bigger than the mind informs the yes, body, and yes. I don't mean thoughts, but you know big mind, yeah. you know diamond mind
1: I mean, could it say there's some sort of energy be able to protect our physical body, mm-hmm. be able to survive, yes, then how we think, how do we how do I put myself in? And you note know, down there, you say, you don't have to love me. Yeah. You don't have to be like me.
0: Oh, would you read it? It's right here. This is a <laughs> Sister Cody yeah. print.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a very powerful, just read it, right? I love you for no reason, mm-hmm. because I love you,
2: mm-hmm.
1: right? Yep. Then then there's no reaction, there's no conditions, there's no, nothing, yes. because I love you. And he starts right, right? by saying that, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you do not have to be like me. Because most time I love you because you like me or because you look like me or because you act like me so yes. that I like you. Yes. Right? Now here saying you don't have to be like me. Yes. And you don't have to look like me. You don't have to you you do not have to think like me. Mm-hmm. You do not have to share my beliefs. You don't have even have to love me. I love you for no reason. Love is who I am, Sister Cody. This is a powerful is because nowadays, okay. I can guarantee you, ninety percent people always ask, "Do you love me?" Yes. If you don't love me, then I don't love you yes. because you love don't love me, right? Because I always relate on others' reactions, feedback. Based on that, yes, how I live, yes because someone told me I'm beautiful so I'm beautiful yes because someone told me I'm ugly so I hate that person because because I become ugly yes right yes then like this yeah when I become love like being love yes then there are no condition no color no nothing that's right black white, yellow uh, red whatever because There's no need no need because pure love yes. That it's this one is not just love also from me from oneself mm-hmm. how I can do how what I'm to do mm-hmm. sometimes I have this conversation with a friend sometimes they conflict mm-hmm. right a couple fighting for example right we sit, when we sit down talk to them they one blame other mm-hmm. for the mistakes yes the one never ever accept One's self's actions, reactions, mistakes. We're always
0: waiting for the other person.
1: Always waiting for the other person because mm-hmm. everything's wrong with the other person. Right. Nothing to do with me. If they, be, if they change, I'd be happy. Yeah. Imagine, imagine we always think of how I can do differently. Yes. How I can show my love. Yes. Then what's the reaction? What's the return?
0: The most difficult people in my life that I've had relationships with, I've, of course, even even being this person who I am, I've still tried to talk them into, at times, seeing things differently. And it's just a losing battle. When I work on the thing that I have difficult in me that makes me see them as difficult, it changes them. Every time it's changed them it changes the outside it has an effect somehow this thing that i'm wanting them to change actually lives in
1: me yeah it lives in me because you are being being love right yes you for example you are being the sun yes sunshine <laughs> people definitely feel the warmth yes 100% yeah right yeah because that's, that's that's who you are, who one became. Yeah. That we don't ask other people, give me the sunshine. Yeah. If you don't give me the sunshine, I'm not going to give the sunshine. Yes. Because you, because you, because you, right? Then really think about how I can do differently. Right. How I can be the sunshine, how I can be the love, how I've be, been the love for yes. others. Yep. Then there's no reason. That's right. Do you know what's uh, what's
0: great about this? Is that it's yours now.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? Yes. Oh wow! You're
0: leaving with that sister Cody print.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Thank it's you. A gift from Lacey and I, and it it is in the spirit of love. Because you,
1: it's a joke. Because you gave me something. Yeah. No, I feel your love.
2: <laughs> exactly. That's the point. <laughs> that's it.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's funny.
0: So. You talked to me once about having to cross a
1: river. Yes.
0: Please tell that story.
1: So that's a one point at the border... Because we walk in the winter. Yeah. It's our guide. said, the winter is more 99%. Uh, Everything frozen. Yeah. So easy to walk across, especially rivers. Most rivers are uh, uh, completely frozen. So you uh, walk across on the ice. Do you do it? Do, do you escape during winter because? Because you know? most rivers frozen. So easy to walk across. Oh, that's <laughs> Yeah. Easy to walk. Wow. Yeah. Because sometimes in the summer, yeah. So rains, so ho- so for example, whole rivers flooded with the water. You cannot walk through. Then you have to walk around many days, around and around. And then the very dangerous too. Also in the summertime, you're gonna wash off. In the also you can the muddy snow melting and oh, yeah. you slip through the cracks. So all those dangerous situations. Wow! But winter, other than bitter cold. Yeah. And easy to walk.
0: It's the safest, even though yeah. it's the most inhospitable. Yeah. That's so yeah. amazing. Yes. Yeah. And
1: most people dead in the summer, the right. winter, actually. Right. Oh, right. Because of the rainy and the wet and the slippery, all this you know, melting, those, all those things, uh, conditions.
0: I'm sure many people must lose their lives in this process. Well,
1: absolutely, yeah. Many yeah. people, yes, lost. And uh, I mean, a lot of people lost lives. A lot of people lost uh, legs, limbs, mm-hmm. yeah. and... Uh, um, did you have sparks? there was someone? Did you have someone in your group
0: that lost a limb or something?
1: Didn't lose a limb, but lost some nose. So this uh, this is interesting though. Our guide told us do not wash your face, hands, nothing. Even if the warm days, do not wash. Huh. So we didn't wash. Yeah. So one morning, it's beautiful sunshine. It's so beautiful, gorgeous. Right? Yeah. The one of the guy went to the river, brushed his, because of worm, uh, brushed his teeth, washed his face, washed his hands. Yeah. You know what happened a week later? And frozen bite his nose and his ears, his chains, some part uh, totally fallen off. Wow. Frozen bite. Oh my. But somehow didn't wash. I don't know why, but maybe natural protect itself.
3: Yeah,
1: or something. So whatever the reason is, and wow. he, and uh, I remember the guy lost his nose. Well, it could
0: just be just not following directions. <laughs> I don't know. So
1: that's why. So he, uh, I know he lost it because he washed. So we come to a point at the border. There's a big river. Both banks of frozen ice, and uh, deep in the night. Only the starlight, no moons, no nothing. Mm -hmm. And uh, our guide has a flashlight, just barely a small flashlight. See the river raining in the middle. Mm -hmm. Uh, We could not jump over. We could not, there's no bridge to cross. Mm. So our guide knows what to do. Yeah. And he said, guys, take your clothes and walk through the river. (sighs) So this is uh, in the mi- middle of the night, yeah. Deep winter in the Himalayas, yeah. Everything's frozen, right? Mm-hmm. And he said walk across the river, and windy in the valley. Mm-hmm. And he's the one first took us off and put his head and walk across, mm. and even he said get the other side of the bank. Mm-hmm. Do not move your feet for a few seconds. Just do not sometimes it sticks yeah. on the rocks or on the ice.
0: Gotcha. Does he look comfortable while he's doing it? Or are, are you watching him going, what's this gonna be like? And
1: no, we're of, yeah. we are all nervous. That time we we're nervous. We just took a close off, put it on our head. <laughs> right. And it's so cold, so windy. Oh. And a step into that uh, frozen river. Yes. Underneath even though it's cold like a hell, yes. tear your bones, yes, but much warmer than outside. <laughs> yes, isn't that crazy? <laughs> because the wind outside is more cold than the end of the water. So
0: the water was warmer. It just
1: challenges. Not a warmer, but it it's pierced my bones. Oh, but, uh, yeah. But there's a lot of difference. The wind, whatever the reason is. Yes. And I walk the, maybe, uh, I don't know how many steps, the other side. Yeah. And my foot uh, stick, on the, uh, stick on the ice, on the rock. Yeah. And then a few seconds, I move it, and our guide. Yeah. And I said, like, oh, fast, fast, put a clothes on. Uh, hard, because wet, hard to put on. Just we struggle to put a clothes on. Yeah. Do not uh, stop. Just keep moving. Uh-huh. Do not you cannot stop. And hypothermia, we, you can yeah, die hypothermia right there. Right. Right. Yeah. Wow! Because it stayed too long. So when comes uh, your uh, your foot, uh, they become become ice instantly. Yeah. And we keep moving, keep because he start pushing us. Keep move, keep move, and we walked about I don't know 12, 13 hours up into the uh, into the top of the hill. After that, yeah, after that, and in the snow mountain, walk, 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 and then one point we found a piece of dirt. Yeah middle of the snow, just dirt, earth. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. And we sat down there together. We all f- fallen asleep. We felt we're home. Man. So nice. So dirt and earth. Earth. And, you know, just it's amazing. Had you crossed? You'd, be, you'd crossed the border then? After, or, that, after uh, that. After that. After that, then wake up in the morning, we walked another few hours, got to on top. There's a sign at the border, and we walked other side of the sign with a oh, hazard relief. What's that like? Oh, uh, that's just a thousand pounds off my shoulder. Wow. Because I know, so we at least won't be get arrested or in you know, a danger, our life be in danger. Even though our lives didn't been in danger, be frozen, death, or fall into the snow cracks or ice yeah. cracks, things like that. But but we are most worried about to get arrested, sent back home. Wow! And across the border, and we are so relieved. From there, then descending into Nepal. Yeah. So we we descend. We ran out of food. Oh wow! And we have not eaten maybe a day or so. We yeah. didn't eat. Yeah. So while walking, we uh, come across a, a temple there. It's a building in Nepal, even though Tibetan temple. Yeah. And we walk to the temple and ask for food. They give us food. They they're very poor. They're very, very poor. Uh-huh. They barely have any food. Whatever they have, they share it with us. Yeah. Some sort of uh, looked like animal food or some sort of gave to us, but it was so delicious. Yes. And then we start descending. So we st- because we are wearing winter clothes, but the w- more we descend in the get more warmer. Yeah. So we exchange our clothes with uh Sweet potatoes, barley, different things with the villagers. And then we got arrested after a few days, arrested by Nepal police. Really? Yeah. Under what charges? <laughs> uh, well, no reason. Just uh, some people walking across their town, they got arrested. And yeah. then then, they took us to the their compound and then uh, have in the courtyard, leave us in the middle courtyard. And so many people around. We have not washed or cleaned for uh, over a month. Wow. We look at the aliens. They're filthy, sure. they're dirty.
3: Yeah,
1: and uh, well, the Nepalese guy threw us a banana. Yeah, first <laughs> I have one banana ah, right here. Uh, <laughs> here. For-
2: <laughs> I just threw the banana. <laughs> first, uh,
1: f- uh, first uh, fresh fruit. Yes. Oh, you know what we did? What we have 12 people. Yeah, our guide peeled. He had a bite, and take turns. Everyone had a bite. Ah, uh. ah. Uh. And we we even ate the banana skein. Oh, my
0: gosh. So fresh. Yeah. I heard about when Chogyam Trumpa Rinpoche escaped from Tibet in the 50s. uh, They were eating their shoe leather by the end. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, the banana peel seems like maybe. It's nice. Yeah. 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 (laughs) But that, that, uh, I forget which African tribe it is, but they use this word Ubuntu. And Ubuntu Mm. means I am because we are. Yeah. And it's this notion of uh, if there's one thing in the whole village, if it's the tiniest sure. bit we share, yeah, you know, and that notion there that you just talked about, so beautiful to think about you all surviving and this mm-hmm. banana being like a, a gem and something that you're not trying to take away from the others.
1: Yeah. I mean, at the, that point, if, if we are self-centered, if we are individual person or individualized, Whoever gets the banana, but that person probably going to eat the whole banana. Yeah. They're not thinking even, imagine I was sharing because it's a, so desperate yeah. for nutrition, for food, for fruit, you know, fresh food. Yes. It's impossible to say, I got a banana, I'm not going to get shared. No. Right. They're going to eat it, right? You've all had this shared experience. You've because, you faced w- yeah, Without even thinking, yeah. even though I'm dying, Yes. but I'm going to share my bite with a, with the rest of two people, that's, you know... And that
0: points to us having Buddha nature from the beginning.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Right? Yeah.
0: Buddha nature is when our bodies are exhausted and we've been through all this, our automatic response
1: is yes. to share. Mm-hmm. Right? Absolutely. Yeah. Sharing, I think, is a part of our human surviving. hmm Because we're sharing so that a rest for unfortunate people also be able to live a life. Yeah. If there's no sharing, there are devastations. Yes. In our society.
0: You're in the the refugee camp now for five years, and you meet this person five years into it, the sponsor
1: who brought you here. No, uh, I was in refugee camp. I get uh, food from uh, Tibetan government and also support. Uh, go to Tibetan labor, learning English, oh, wander yeah? around. Sometimes we go to a restaurant, working. I hear a little bit of working there a little bit, sometimes working for just for food and not for for the payment. Yeah. And one day <clears throat> I was working in a restaurant, and I met an American lady who taking pictures. Mm-hmm. So while I was working in the restaurant, he took a picture of me. Mm-hmm. So then she left. So a few days later... She printed all the pictures, gave them to the people in the street, refugees, right? Uh huh. So she's given to the uh, people. And then she came to me as she saw me distant. So she said, "This is your picture?" Yeah. I said, so, "Yes, yeah, my picture. Uh, I was wearing flip flops. Uh, you know, it's just tank top wor- working in the restaurant." <laughs> yeah. And and I said, uh, "I kind of tiny tiny English. Kind of what do you do? And then, can you teach me English?" First, she said. No, because I'm not a teacher. Yeah. Right? That's Western standard. I gotta That's be fair. a teacher to sure. teach. Sure. Then I said just to speak. Uh, then she said, okay. Uh huh. So I met her one time, twice. And then she said, Oh, she said, Oh, like that I can teach because you don't speak English. So I can teach you how to speak English. Yes, yeah. Yeah. And then she started teaching English and her husband was studying Tibetan Buddhism. Oh. Philosophy there. Uh-huh. And and then a few weeks later, and and they, they asked me where I live. Yeah. Well, I li- live, uh, I don't know, uh, tonight here, tomorrow night there. There's no uh, set place to live. Yeah. Then her husband said, okay, you teach him English. I'm going to give him $25 a month so he can rent a place. Wow.
0: That's how you got the $25 a month. And that yes. for all the basics.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, with that twenty five dollars I found a room next to now it's my wife. Yeah. Oh you you we had rooms next to each other? Yeah, next <gasps> to each other. No a dolkar. Yes, dolkar. Yeah. So she's a chef. She cooks a delicious food. Oh,
0: it's beyond she prays it, over the food. Yes. She prays over the
1: food. Yes, her food. And you met her and she was also a Tibetan refugee? Yeah. And she had come yeah. through at a different time? Uh, earlier than me. Earlier, yes. and I met her. She's living there barely of there uh-huh. so, as a refugee. Then live next door. So then study English and slowly English improved. Then we become friends. Slow slowly. Yeah. So we become moved into. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you fell in love. Fell in love. Yeah. Yeah. So that's ninety five. I think ninety five. Oh, wow, it's wonderful. It's yeah. almost thirty years, is it? No, yeah, twenty five. Twenty five years, thirty. Actually, thirty yeah, it's gonna, years. Yeah, I think it's, about thirty years. Yeah. So and we never thought we we're going to get married, or get children, nothing expectations. Yeah. We just uh, just help each other, care for each other, but it just you know, a female, a male yeah. together. So you know what happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so as a as yeah. a natural occurrence. Yes. Is, um, <laughs> Uh but yet yeah. yet we each other know uh there's no future for us. Oh because we are refugees. Right. And we can may go different uh you know directions or I don't know, one may die right. in a refugee camp, but you never know because so many people died. It's starting out in a relationship so free. That's yeah. free. Yeah. It's a free. It's yeah. like anything
0: might happen. And here we are right. and we don't have any big yeah. ambitions and we're just doing the thing. Yeah. We're living.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah. And it's low slowly. We're moving together and the study is studied their the English there. Mm-hmm. Then she found a sponsor who from San Barbara was a psychiatrist, yeah, uh-huh. psychiatrist through my sponsor. Oh, so we kind of like that. And then slowly, slowly, so we get to know each other, though. So they told us they're gonna bring us to America, yeah. Now we said no, yeah, he didn't want to come yeah. homeless, wherever goes homeless, yes, right, yes. Now today we think about it, reflect it, you know, it's, it's, it's just a karmical reaction. Yes. Nothing can I can decide what I want, what I can do. Yeah, wow. But yet when I live a life, then everything falls in place. Yes. We end up both in California. We end up both here, then see each other again. You ran into each other in a, California, or not ran into each other? Our sponsor from San Barbara high. Yeah. she came here Burbank, and I came here All High. Okay, then uh, connect again. Then, then you know, wow. Then we see each other again, and, and then just you know, one day we found out she got pregnant. Wow. So that's the end of the story. Now we together <laughs> almost thirty years.
0: Yeah. Wow. And then how how do you progress from? How does mandala...
1: I mean, that's you know a good question. That's amazing, actually. As a refugee, penniless, came to...
0: Homeless spirit, also. Homeless. Yes, me too. I have yeah. a homeless spirit, yeah. also. Yeah, I
1: mean, still today, we consider ourselves as a refugee. Yes. me too. Truly. Yes, me too. Absolutely. That's, uh, that's I think, keep us going. Yeah. Keep us content. Keep us, uh, us happier. Mm-hmm. Truly, because once I have the feeling of nothingness, yeah. then feels content. Right. Feels uh, relaxed. Right. No pressure. Yeah. Right? And then we came to California, so... You're working at the Ojai Valley Inn. We, I work in the Ojai Valley Inn. She slowly, uh, after... The, uh, then she worked at the Ojai Valley Inn. Oh, cool. We both worked at Ojai Valley Inn. Then we have friends, we have neighbors come to our house, eat Tibetan food. She cooks Excellent, delicious, healthy food. Yes. Wonderful meal. And the people love it. Some people say, hey, uh, I'm going to give you cash. Can you cook me once a week? Oh, <sighs> uh, I have a friend who's a little bit older. Can you cook for them? So like that. So it kind of becomes a little popular, uh, yeah. her cook, uh-huh. cooking. And then people say, you should open a restaurant. We have that, uh, you know, imagination open a restaurant. Yeah. Then sometimes we go to Sakura. Now it's the Mandala restaurant, the Sakura oh. restaurant. We go there sometimes birthday parties or the, like that. Yeah. And we uh, sit there, you know, enjoying the place, you know. Oh,
0: so Mandala used Mandala to be another used Sakura.
1: To, used to be another restaurant, huh? Sakura called, huh? And we said, wow, they are very rich. They own business, yeah. Sakura, so yeah. many people eating here, you know. <laughs> yeah. You know. There's no way we are going to own a restaurant caliber like this. Yeah. Right? Right. We have that, uh, you know, because we never, we, something we don't know. Yeah. What's the future look like? Right. Only I know based on the, what we grew up, we live, like yeah. the refugee mentality. Right. There's no expectations owning a business. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and even that is gone. That's just a yeah. memory. So it's just now, right? And then six years ago, and this place came to available. The owner who bought the Sakura, yeah, she wants to sell the place to us. I don't know why. Right. And I keep saying no. Yeah. She spent a lot of money to fix the place. Wow. And she keep come to me said, "Do you buy this place?" I said, "No." I don't have money to buy a business. Mm. No. Mm-hmm. That time, because I think uh, uh, some of my family members work in the restaurant, mm-hmm. in her restaurant. One day she came to me and said, "Dorji, this is a price. <laughs> if you don't want it, mm-hmm. I'm going to sell it uh, triple the uh, amount of this number. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I said, why you want to sell to me? In my living room, she came to my house. Yeah. sit there. She won't sell to me. And and I said, you know what? I'm going (laughs) to buy. I want, no. On one condition? Okay, no condition. What I did, (laughs) I went to, got my uh, checkbook. I wrote her check. Yeah. Deposit. Here you go. Without any uh, escrow, without nothing. Wow. She deposited the check. The next day she said, you know what? You owe that money. I'm not going to give it back. It's uh, <laughs> done. Really? Oh, I believe you. And the, the next day is a Sunday. Yeah. I took my computer. Yeah. I have a printer. Walk into the restaurant in the back office.
3: Yeah.
1: And print our own menu as it Mandala is open. Wow, man! And without I uh, finish all the legal paperwork and yeah. nothing, I told the I told the owner said, you know what? You are free. Go yeah. home. She said, oh, I still, it's income's mine. I said, I know it's income's yours. Yeah. All expense's yours. Yeah. I am the manager. I'm going to run this place. Wow. You are not. Because yeah. they are struggling.
3: Yeah.
0: Oh, so, and, and Dolkar was going to be the chef,
1: yeah? Yeah, she's a chef. She created all the Tibetan menu, Indian menu, the my cousin Rin Chin right now is who own, uh, who co-owner of the Mandala restaurant. Right yeah, now. Yeah. And he made all the sushi uh, menu items. Yeah. You're blending uh, Asian food. Yeah, Asian food, yes. and then we opened the Mandala restaurant. Yes. And then one day I went to the county. I said, "We're going to buy the restaurant." Oh, okay. That means you have to uh, redo a lot of things mm-hmm. because you're changing the menu.
3: Hmm.
1: I said, "Why? What do you mean? Change the menu? You have to do." All the whatever the requirement is, so many requirements cost a lot of money to do it. Yeah. And I went back. I said, you know what? Sushi stays on the menu. <laughs> really? Right <laughs> yeah, next day I yeah. went back to the country. I said You know what? <laughs> Sushi staying yeah. on the menu. Yeah. I went to the country. I said, you know what I said? <laughs> yeah. Menu not changing. <laughs> Perfect. Same menu. She said, uh, she said, same menu. It says same menu. Yeah. Okay. Then that means the transition of ownership. But
0: I love that the first paperwork was you printing the menu. The yeah. The very first paperwork of the yeah. whole restaurant. Oh, yeah. The real transfer of ownership yeah. basically came when you walked in then there and you your own menu. I had to change again. Because
1: I had to change again because add sushi on the menu. Right. <laughs> now you had to add sushi. Yeah. Wow. And then open the restaurant. I ran it for three months and then Conti came. They said, uh, you changed the uh, name uh, to Mandala, uh, the, you know, transact, dah, 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 I, said, huh. I didn't change nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so now Mandala came to life, right? Mm-hmm. So that time I was working the Panda Express. My wife worked in the Mandala, uh, Ohevalin Spa.
0: You guys are still working on these yes. other places.
1: Wow. Now my wife quit uh, Ohevalin Spa and it's uh, full-time in the Mandala restaurant.
0: Wow, you're earning so, your... Even with your own restaurant, you're earning your not, ability to work there solely.
1: Not earning, but rather an in insurance policy. Oh, so, oh, great! So make great. sure it works out. Oh. If we both quit oh. working on that, it doesn't work out. Yeah. Then at least they lose it just losing one part, not the main job because I'm making good money where I work. Uh huh. So I stayed there one year. Yeah. The end of the year, so we did some numbers, read yeah. through numbers. I said, you know what? I quit. Wow. So after a year, I quit uh, Appendix, but we both work full-time in Mandala, seven days a week. Yes. Yeah. And it's 10, th- 12 hours a day. Right. Right? With a smile. With a smile. You know why? Why? There's a secret in life. Oh, good. This this secret is, some people say, you work seven days a week? Oh, my God. You don't have a day, do- a day off, right? Yeah. You know what I say? No. We both are retired. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we're not working. We're enjoying it. Right. We have a great time. Yeah. No, really, truly. Yes. There's no corporate freaking pressure.
3: Yeah.
1: I work for corporate. It's a pressure after pressure. Yes. Right? Yes, yes. There's a, there's a no end in sight. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, there will be uh, the 10 emails. You have responded to their sales. If you give a 20% uh, in sales, they want a 40%. If a 40%, they want 100%. Yeah. That's how the nature of the corporation. That's right. The Greed is part of the corporation, right? People are in our numbers. Yeah. Then hmm. I know how much I came in Mandala restaurant. Then I don't have to worry making more profit. Yeah. Rather enjoy it. Yeah. Then share the smile to the people who are sitting next to me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then that's in turn create the circle of community. Yeah. At the beginning, some customer come in, get noise so slow, slowly. I have some customers clean their own table. Yeah. I have some customers helping other customers. Yes. <laughs> really? Yes, I that's know. That's true. Yeah. That's I think it's not about working seven days. Yes. And I tell sometimes I say, okay, I take off one day at home. I hold on to the remote control, flipping through the channels. Yes, that's my day off. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or I sit sit in the mandal restaurant. Yes, working, but I sit I sit with a uh, uh, Jamie, have a great conversation. Yes, right. A very productive yes conversation. Yeah.
0: Two right? old friends who yeah. don't even know each other. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Then then if there's a a new customer come in. Uh, create a friendship.
0: Yep, I think we did that day. The day that you sat at my table, we also there was somebody else that was there, and then we brought them into the conversation. Yeah. Do you remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the yeah. person was like, "I like you. I want you. I want you around or something." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we exchanged numbers, and it was very much like that. Yeah. Community for sure.
1: Yeah, that's important. That's I think oh, that's yeah. how we create. Yeah. And also the business too in the corporate business, American corporate business if we can apply some compassion yes some kindness into corporate business structure yeah they will become more profit actually yeah then then pressure stress companies have found that forced to profit yeah right because that's i think uh, I feel that way. Mandala Restaurant. A lot of my friends said, "Hey, that's a bad location. Yeah. Not going to survive. Yeah. Hard to people go there." Oh right, it's true too. Yeah. No one going to walk there. Most people drive there to eat.
0: You're all bad location. Yeah, bad I walked location. out of Tibet on my feet. Yeah. I'll tell you about
1: right. a bad. Lo- <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Location. Location. You. No, you create the location. Yes. With, We're it. Yeah. Create it's you. Create that ambience. Yes. Create the service. Right. Create that. Uh, you know, environment. Yeah. People come into mandala, listen to Om Mani by Maw Chanting. Yes. And just a tranquil, very peaceful environment. People yeah. can rejuvenate themselves while enjoying the mandala food. Yeah. That's, I think, it's more spiritual than just the physical, there's someone eat, uh, put down your hanger.
3: Definitely. Right? But it
0: is you and Dolkar and your family. It is because if you guys ever move out of that place. Yeah. Maybe some of the benefit of all of the activity will be left there, but it's you that make it that place, that make the atmosphere. You are the Absolute, atmosphere.
1: Absolutely. You that's, both. That's what early you said. I am the love. Yeah. Love is I am. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, mandala, who I am, is mandala. Yes. So, if I go to a uh, McDonald's, I just, you know, eat a burger, just put my hang- hanger yeah. down. Yes, yeah. You know, uptight, right? Yes. So, McDonald's go wherever it goes. There's no much of expectations, no much of uh, uh, experience or enjoyment to yeah. just be there. Yeah. But Mandala is creating a uh, experience.
0: And another difference between Mandala and McDonald's that I could say is I always notice that, you know, there's so much litter on the ground and a lot of it is McDonald's. Yeah. And you'll see people just throw it on the ground. And I feel like it's the energy of a corporation or a company that really doesn't care about its people. It's trying to make food for the least amount of money that has harmful. They don't care about the ingredients. They only care when they're asked to care. And so they make this stuff that doesn't have pure motivation. It's it's a motivation to make them more money. And so when the people ingest it, they don't care either. Yeah. So they just throw their garbage on the ground. Yeah,
1: I mean, that's that's a terrible thing, you know, those kind of corporate uh, restaurant or fast food restaurant. I mean, their main thing is 100% is making profit. Yeah, A profit is the number one priority. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Then it really turn around like a mandala restaurant. When, I, when we cook food, cook with a love, mm-hmm. cook really, really have that person enjoy their life. Mm-hmm. benefit their physical health yes. or spiritual health. Yes. And that's I think it's more important, crucial than just to eat food. Yes. Consume.
0: It's so great to hear a, a restaurant owner say what you just said to view things on so many different levels. You know, the experience that you're offering is not it's not a restaurant. You're offering Uh, a place to come and find out who you are and be a part of a community and not just eat, but have an experience that is in an environment that's promoting, looking deeper into life. Right. It felt like a museum when I went in the first time, but a museum of like my, my favorite, like a Beatles museum, (laughs) because these are all my favorite people in there that you have hung up. And all this is all, you know, and then there you are. And I think instantly I'm like I have to make Dorje my friend I have to become <laughs> friends with Dorje and Dolkar because yes. I want to know everything there is to know about their life Yeah, and then to find out this whole story in it which I didn't know I found out same time as my clients did that day that you came to speak at the center Right. it was unbelievable all these people who were coming in thinking about the problems that they have and all those problems exist kind of on some level but it's not the ultimate. And to hear you walking out of your country on Tibet. It, you know, one of the things you said earlier is that you, you, this isn't work. And I was like, yeah, the no. last day you worked was when you were coming out of Tibet.
1: Sure. And some people say resident work is one of the hardest job out there. You know, it's a ter- It's, a, it's a really challenging, really difficult. Yeah. So that, right? Yeah. But one thing that's true in our human life is individually. Yeah. Whatever job or whatever work or whatever we do in life, Mm -hmm. when someone doesn't enjoy what they do, love what they do, Mm -hmm. then whatever we do is a challenge and difficult.
3: Yeah.
1: Anything we do is enjoyable, Mm -hmm. truly love. Then any work we do, it's no longer work. Right. It's life. So true. It's a beautiful thing.
3: Yeah,
1: That's, I think, that's, to me, it's my experience working in restaurants. Yeah, a lot of people here at restaurants are difficult. Yeah. To me, it's a restaurant. It's, a, it's a, almost a therapeutical. Yes. I have conversations with so many people every single day. I don't need to take a psychiatrist to tell me what's wrong with me. Yeah. Because I talk to people every day. Yeah. Once the humans interact with the humans, where we come from in Tibet or Asian countries, very much family-oriented, community-oriented. Yes. People tend to spend together the most time together most of the time. Yeah. The long time is uh, very rare occasions. Yeah. Then we don't have much time to struggle what's going on. Right. I Always live with life. Yes. Circle of life going around and around. Beautiful. And we come to America... Huge land, few people, so much think of uh, freedom, mm-hmm. <laughs> independence, mm-hmm. then isolate oneself, mm. then become lonely, then spiritually cannot bankrupt it. Yes. Right? Yes. Once the emotion bankrupt, then it's hard to deposit more emotion in it. Yes. Because our currency is all human emotions, right. human connection. Yep. It's and, dependent on others. Yeah, depend on others. Yeah, it's very important. Sometimes we think we don't need others because I'm a millionaire. Yeah. Because I'm a billionaire.
3: Right. Right.
1: But they don't know when they sleep in the night, they have to take a slim pill. Yeah. Because they couldn't sleep.
0: Yeah. Whenever anything becomes isolated, nothing really good happens.
1: Yeah. I mean, isolation of a practice certain things. Yes. Okay. Sure. I have right? thought of the same thing of right? the
0: wandering yogis. So,
1: and, uh, so some meditations. Yes. Because when they sit down, yeah. they're not worried about what's going on wrong with me, rather than they are thinking what's going on around me. Yeah. They feel the feeling. Yes. the meditating. They feel the feeling, and they are really connecting to oneself. Yes, that's true. Because we normally we don't do that. Right. We only complain. That's right. Right. I need, I need, I need. Where's mine? Where's mine? Where's mine? Yeah. Or if we do meditate then then enforce ourselves, become yeah. much stronger. Yeah. So that's, I think, it's, you know, it's a difference why we need a humans or sometimes we don't need humans. Yeah. What's next for you? That's a beautiful question, actually. Uh, at the moment, so I work in the Mandal restaurant, but right now I train my cousin, Ren Chin, who's uh, running right right the restaurant. Mm-hmm. He's doing a great job. And also... Uh, you know, we have a foundation called Tibetan Aid Foundation. Yes. So we are uh, open a healthcare clinic in India, in the Himalayas. Yes. In Arunachal Pradesh. So we are planning to visit India in October. Yeah. And we're going to finish that uh, clinic. Also, we build a temple. For our teacher. For teaching, meditation, for the locals, mm-hmm. Before we run some programs. Also, we're going to open a, a school for orphans. Wow. So it's going to be a boarding school for elementary children out there uh, wandering around in the street, no one cares for them. Yes. Or potentially we be able to adopt or or care for them in the center so they can live in the compound, get modern education, also get a, a spiritual education, also get a health care in the clinic. Beautiful. So we have a three-acre land donated by the community in India and through Tukurumbuchi. Yes. So we're going to undertake uh, this construction already under uh, under construction right now. Yeah. So hopefully complete uh, within a year or so. And yes. so
0: you're going to India and you've invited me, which is very generous. <laughs> 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 Let's go, Jamie.
1: <JD>. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, just getting to be a part of building something for Tolku also, you know. Um, how long are you going to be there?
1: So we don't know yet, and we are planning to stay there about three months. Three months, yeah. yeah three months, and uh, one thing, is a project, also do do some assessment on yeah. what else we can do, how we can help, because uh, this is also part of the helping people, yeah, and genuinely share the uh, helping to the people in most needed places yeah. on the planet, which is one place I know it's India, some parts of India need a really a lot of help yeah. with people. Uh, and that's w- what we we going to do with our life. Yeah. And uh, so also we try to figure out how to create a profit business mm-hmm. to benefit nonprofit. It's like envision, right? When I was seven, eight, nine years old, envision I was leaving. Yeah. Without knowing where, but it's like I'm going to leave, depart my family for the far away distance. Mm-hmm. But nowadays, I was thinking how to create that possibility
2: mm-hmm.
1: without it constantly seeking for donations from others. Mm-hmm. It's great people donate, yet because people donations, so my Tibetan Aid Foundation, last 18 years now. Mm-hmm. It helping so many things in Tibet, a clinic, an education, scholarship. Amazing. So many stuff. Beautiful, George. So now we're doing it in Tibet. Yeah. But now I was thinking, yes, donations are great. They are Are opportunities to create a profit business.
0: Uh Uh-huh.
1: Hundred percent profit goes to non profit. Yes. Right? Yeah. So if it could do that, life even getting better.
0: Yes. So you're interested in entertaining ideas from people about how to create something like this? Yeah, absolutely. And how can they get in touch with you?
1: I mean, they can touch with, uh, get in touch with uh, you, then they get true. in touch with me. That's true. Perfect. Uh, so they or come to Mandala <laughs> restaurants. <laughs> That's, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. They say, hey, uh, you had an uh, idea. That, you know, the ideas. Um, for example, if, if I could open a, let's say, tea house in downtown Ojai, yeah. Or, for example, right? Yeah. So 100% profit, good to pay the foundation then that's great. Yeah. Because go to a place, enjoy a cup of coffee, you know the profit going to go to a uh, great cause. Yes. That's You get the coffee, also you're helping. Yes. I mean.
0: It's a great idea.
1: There are business like this, but yes. how many of them? There's a very few. Right. But it is a potential opportunity. Yes. They are going gonna to explore next few months, a uh, year so that maybe be able to do something with it.
0: I think the right people are going to hear this. Yeah. I think so. I think that's what this was all about. This is the bridge. You were the bridge from me to Tolku and the bridge to this friendship. And now I this podcast can be the bridge to for you to meet those people.
1: All right, wonderful. Mm-hmm. So opportunity there so we can explore it, yeah. we can participate. As I think we got to share and live together and help each other. That's right. So we all flourish together as so a one.
0: Beautifully said. Where can people donate?
1: Well, I mean, one things we have a Tibetan Aid Foundation website. Okay. You can, you know, donate through there.
0: Is that what it's called, Tibetan?
1: Tibetan Aid Foundation.
0: org. org. Or, org. Yeah. Okay. Perfect.
1: So you can donate from there, but it's mainly it's if you someone really want to donate. Yeah, it's good to have a sit down conversation, so that so that they really personally hear what's this about. Oh, perfect. Yeah, rather than just say, okay, I hear this. Here, here's a dollar goes to the independent foundation. Oh. I say, you know, let's go to mandala, sit down with Dorji. That's a conversation, right. Conversation, see, okay, yeah, I'm going to donate. You know, every penny come in. And it's a direct good good project. Yeah. I don't go to second person or third person or fourth person. No. Directly local project. Yeah. And locally managed so that so the 100% benefit to that because asian can sometimes money is hard to get to the project mm. 100 dollars may become a 20 mm-hmm. because uh, because some people are taking taking right. taking so that project so what that i that exists everywhere huh yeah, yeah. what i do to directly go there because for example we did a water project in tibet one village they walk 3 miles back and forth to do the water project mm-hmm. i went to the village i said i can give you water project then the, some of the village leaders says, okay, where's the money? So uh-huh. I know why they want the money. I yeah. said, why you want the money? There's a water project. Yeah. Okay. I said, do you want a water project or do you want the money? <laughs> right. right? They <laughs> yeah. said, okay, water project. Okay. Then here, four miles up the stream uh-huh. in the mountain, there's yeah. a, a spring water. Divide the uh, divide the four miles to each family member, dig, uh-huh. dig the trench.
3: Yeah.
1: Eight eight feet down because the winter frozes. Sure. So once you're ready, let me know. Yeah. There's the money? Yeah. Then, after a week, they finished trench. Then I went to the city. I bought all the all the materials, yeah. pipes, everything. Uh, shipped to the village. They drag the uh, uh, put everything down and faucet everything down. Turn uh, turn the faucet and the water is there. That's amazing.
0: Then how the, far of a walk would it have, that have been? Uh, four miles. And what was it like for you growing up? How many miles to get water?
1: Uh, we we a couple miles. A couple miles. Away. Yeah. Okay. And then you're like, oh, we had a better. Yeah. We had, well, just a couple uh, miles. Yeah. After <laughs> after village, they got the water. Each compound got the water, right? Yeah. They enjoy the water, and then village leader, someone leader, come to me said, Georgie, okay, water is done. Uh, homes left.
3: Yeah.
1: I said, what do you mean? What right. homes left? Right. Yeah, homes left because. In some Asian countries, most Asian countries, or some, most places, they want to uh, steal money. Yeah, they want to as a project manager or project leaders. They are just uh, culturally, uh, the uh, you know, bribe those things. Yeah, it's more cultural thing. And
0: it's more just training. It's yeah. just they've been trained to do yeah. this, and so it's the expectation.
1: Yeah, so th- that's that's why project is more just more just targeted project. Yeah so that it doesn't cost a lot.
0: I love it. I know that everyone listening to this have a a fondness for you and know who you are now. You did a very beautiful job of telling it all. And I feel so much closer to you. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you for coming on.
1: You must know, you're part of my life, actually. Mm right we are yes no, it's, it's amazing yeah it's it as is. a community we always connected
0: even before we knew each other <laughs> 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 all right maybe all, all my love brother
1: absolutely I
2: ride the moon nobody's child I'm easy like water I follow you look to the tree